take a look at Rex here. That is a body that just won't quit. Now, I bet if you pop those pants off, you're going to find a bird that just won't quit either. And I think that'll come in handy in this situation. I think the problem here is that your body quit. Your bird quit. And unfortunately, it's no longer legit. What the hell are you talking about? My bird? All right, let's get back. are now listening to the Enter VR podcast. I'm Chris Miranda, your host, and today I'm speaking with Blair Renault. He is an OG VR developer who's, um, yeah, a great friend of mine, and I'm like so excited to have you. It's been way too long, way too fucking long, <laughs> Blair. It has been, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yes, it is ridiculous. That's what, what was I thinking? Um, but here you are now, and. Uh, <laughs> And 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 um, one of the things that like I remember from our last conversation was that um, we we spoke very little about virtual reality. <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah, it was um it was it was interesting. It was interesting, and it was like um and and it and it's sort of like um it's sort of been the a theme or or sort of like a um uh a process in my mind in terms of like what is this podcast about like who is it for what are what am i doing here right. you know and and in result and in resolve how long have you been doing this it's five years now. <laughs> it's five years <laughs> and in resolving we should, we should that, figure this out what are you doing and in resolving well here's the thing it's been an, an evolving thing and 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 down the somewhere down the line i got a little lost and and now i realize mm. that like oh oh i know i, I found my beacon again and what that beacon is, is putting together like, um, is answering this question, you know, and I'm going to sound like a broken record to people who've been listening to the podcast for the past like six, seven episodes, but this is going to be an ongoing thing. And basically what I'm creating here is a time capsule because um, what I wanted, one of the things that I started question, asking myself when I first started off was like, shit, Chris. You know, 20 years from now, people are going to wonder, like, these early people at the beginning, like, what were they thinking? And not only, like, what were they thinking in terms of, like, you know, what their thoughts were on the screen door effect, what their thoughts were on the best headset. But no, like, who were they as human beings? What were they aspiring to? Like, what were they scared of? Like, what were they inspired by? Like, that kind of shit, you know, shit shit that's, like, really human, really universal. And so I and, and so I want to like go into this conversation with you with that in mind because I I realize that like my audience might not be the ones the people listening to the show right now although shout outs to Cambodia you guys are listening to the podcast right now thank you <laughs> Cambodia for listening to the show but like but 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 the people that I really want to like um, that that I think this podcast is intended to is um, is you twenty years in the future. Because <laughs> mm. twenty years in the future, you're gonna get an email from me that's gonna say, "Hey Blair, here's here's a message from you in 2018 to yourself in 2038," and it's gonna and, oh, and it's God. a way to answer that question. Like, yeah, what were you thinking, Blair? <laughs> so so I usually <laughs> a, leave this. Is that a question? The, you're I not usually, yeah, really this yeah I usually leave this for the end, but I'm gonna g- go right at the start and like put that out there. Like, put yourself, give your send yourself a message to the Blair in 2038, what would you say? Oh, my God. I have no idea. 
don't. <laughs> I have no idea. I, have no, I can't think of anything. I don't know why I started with don't either. <laughs> I feel like there's there's something something in the future that I shouldn't be doing. Uh, <laughs> I really I I have no idea what I'll be doing in twenty years. Twenty years? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'll be lucky to be alive. Hopefully. Um. Yeah, hopefully you have started to integrate with uh, artificial intelligence <laughs> and you won't be wiped out by the inevitable singularity. And if that's the case, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> wow. That's Amazing it. message. That's, uh, that's all. Yeah, I, I could... Yeah. I should probably close the podcast right now. Like this is probably this okay. be it. <laughs> Blair, that was awesome. Thank you for that. But um, but yeah, let's 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 start from the beginning because I think um, uh, the last time we spoke, we didn't really get a chance to like go deep into like why are you in VR in the first place. Well, originally it was just kind of excitement, right? From you know seeing seeing the. Oculus Kickstarter, and uh, like I was, I was late to that. I didn't get my, my kit until after the Kickstarter was uh, closed. I just ordered it from Oculus, my DK one. Um, and when I got it, I think at the time I was like part time security guard and doing some like um, visual effects work for indie movies. And uh, I just I got a hold of it and learned what Unity and Unreal were. I had no idea what they were at the time. <laughs> and I kind of uh, played with the demos and stuff that were out there, and it was all kind of, like, not really what I wanted from VR. Uh, though some of it was kind of on its way there, but it was it was all kind of small stuff, right? This is still a problem. There's still a lot of, like, little tech demo-type uh, content out there. So... I just I wanted to make what I wanted in VR, uh, and I, like I still don't see a lot of that out there. You know, I, there's not, there's not a lot of VR that I'm excited to to get into because um, I'm I'm an old man now. I don't I don't really want to play shooters. I'm not even really into multiplayer stuff at all. I don't like I'm nocturnal, so my family's asleep <laughs> when I'm playing or working. So I can't be like shouting in in shooters or in rec room or whatever in the middle of the night. So I'm still trying to to build what I want from VR, which is I've, I've kind of been thinking a lot about lately. It's it's and I hit on it during the the Kickstarter of for Technolus as well. It was like that VR should be more like the philosophy of. of creating VR content should be more akin to writing a holodeck program than it is making just a like a console game or like a like an FPS game I think like for me anyway um, and that comes along with a lot of stuff you know like if, if you just think about what people did in the holodeck on Star Trek you never saw like Riker come walking out and like flip a table pissed off because somebody was camping him or something or like no one ever came out looking for a walkthrough 
and they're frustrated because they got stuck somewhere, right? Uh, that's not what it's about. It's not about like puzzles and and like game mechanics. It's about putting somebody in a universe where it's like open, you know, like that we have things that are more like this, you know, like a, like open world games, like big ones, like Grand Theft Auto or like Red Dead Redemption or whatever. Um, but nobody's building that for VR, you know? Um, yeah. How, so, yeah. how hard, oh man. And that would, that's a, you just opened a whole can of worms right there. But before mm. I go there, I wanted to ask you like, um, so, so you went into VR with an idea of like what you wanted, but now it's been like five years, probably, probably more. And and yeah. and and I wonder, like, after having experienced so much VR yourself, has that like mm. changed? Ha- has your has your has your idea of what you wanted VR to be like? Has that changed as you experienced more and more VR uh, as time went on, or um, or or has your or, or has that idea been like foundational? Hasn't hasn't moved yeah I don't, I don't think it's moved like I've found stuff that I enjoyed um, that I wasn't expecting to enjoy you know like things like um, kind of like more active exercise stuff you know like I really enjoyed Beat Saber when it came out um, Box VR I really love uh, and I wasn't really expecting that But I, I think that's like an, a separate kind of niche of VR that that's also a thing that people weren't really thinking of early on, right? It, like people weren't thinking, oh, I'm I'm going to use this thing every day as part of my workout routine. Um, so that's uh, as far as like my general idea of what I want from VR. I don't I don't think that's changed much. Maybe. You know, I've, I've gotten ideas from other things, you know, and have my kind of ideas of what I want reinforced by things that have done things right. Um, like I could use uh, a couple examples like um, uh, Elenoir VR mm-hmm. is like janky as hell, but it was... I think they got a lot of things right. Like that's the, like, well, like I, it's funny that it's another Rockstar game too. Uh, it's that kind of open world and the ability to just like fuck off and drive around on the streets of LA for a while, rather than feeling like you need to do something. And if you don't do it, then you're going to get frustrated and take the headset off. Right. Yeah. Or like, um, the the Batman um, what's it called Arkham something yeah. the, I think Arkham, it's just called Arkham VR Arkham yeah Arkham something no. I don't remember I think it was just Arkham VR um, they did a lot of things really good too it was like it's kind of just a, like a narrative experience that's interactive but th- there's no way you can screw it up you're not gonna like die in it um, but Like, these are things, you know, like, these are ports, or, like, uh, the Arkham game, I imagine Rocksteady got a chunk of money from Oculus, and just like the rest of us, they thought, like, VR was going to be huge when it launched, so they did this, like, small proof-of-concept thing, like, 
to the tits. It's perfect. But then they realized, like, oh, we can't make any money off of this. So we're, we're I don't think we're going to see uh, anything else like that unless, uh, you know, some some indies take some big risks. Yeah, I want to go back to something you said about um, Rockstar being the, the guys who were behind L.A. Noire. And I think about, like, well, if the same company is no stranger to VR... Um, in terms of like putting out ports like like I wonder like what is the calculus behind not porting GTA 5 is it even po- like is it is it even possible or like or or even Red Dead like to VR like if there was some sort of like uh, like my god just the numbers those that that company and that IP hauls in like you could you could create like a massive wave of adoption for VR just on the on that IP alone because you would open up the, that open world in VR. Mm-hmm. That's like, um, but but like, w- like is that company like is it like a like a hydra like several heads of a dragon that don't talk to each other? Is that what's going on? Or like, or like I wonder. I don't I don't think it's that. I think it's more of a, a business problem, right? Like, <clears throat> well, porting GTA Five at this point would be a huge undertaking. Um, Red Dead, like the new one. I assume that somebody at Rockstar is excited about VR and there are little hints of having things that would work in there, right? Like, it's a lot easier to have VR in mind when you start uh, and just kind of, like, smooth off some some rough edges that are going to screw you later on. Um, But I I think it's, it's still not even beneficial to them. Like, the amount of money it would cost them to take a few people from the uh, Red Dead team and say, okay, make a make a Oculus port for it, they they won't make their money back. You know, like they they sold 17 million copies of Red Dead Redemption. How many VR copies are they going to sell? It, like they don't care. <laughs> it's not they don't need that money. You know, it's it's just not worth it. They're they're better off making some some DLC or something. Um, for the PlayStation, I, I think that goes for everybody. It's just there's no there's no incentive for a big AAA company to make anything big. So how have indies like you survived so far? Well, I don't think a lot of them have. I think how have you survived? I, I well, I, I I got pretty lucky. I was you know I was one of the first Kickstarters. I'm a solo developer, which is not very common. Uh, well, I guess it's common, but not for kind of bigger titles. Uh, so, you know, like I, after Technolust launched, I had people saying like, oh, so like, I suppose you're spinning up a studio now, you got some employees, you're working on Technolust too. I'm like, no, dude, it's like, I barely got enough money to eat, <laughs> you know, it's not, like, no, nobody got rich, well, a few people did, but again, it's like, it's, it's like winning the indie lottery, like you do on Steam, right, there's so many games being released, but then, also, you need to be a very small team, you know, like the... The guys who made Space Pirate Trainer are probably doing great. The guys who made um, 
like climbly and stuff like that. Like there's like it's luck. <laughs> it's like, but everybody else who was like, okay, I'm gonna mortgage my house and get into VR, and they make something, and then you know they get like a hundred sales a year of their game. They're they're just dead. I think there's a lot of that. You know, you can see that with 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 like across the board it's not just indies right like uh, CCP stopped doing VR um, and it's all for the same reasons it's all because there's just there's no money in it um, the uh, well VR Focus just announced that they laid everybody off yesterday <clears throat> um, yeah I think it's it's hard times so what's your what's your contingency plan if if um like, what do you, like, what do you tell people? Like, hey, like, uh, are you telling people like, don't get into VR, like, it's not a good time, or are you telling people like, go to go to AR because Magic League has two point five billion dollars, so AR has plenty no, of money I'm right now. Like, doing that. I don't know. What do you what do you what do you say to people like that are interested? Well, it depends. Yeah, it's re- it's really more about the person, right? Like, if if somebody is just wants to get into VR because they think they can, you know, make some money because the the market's kind of cornered and they think it's blowing up or something. I would say no, that's that's not smart. Um, but if they're really passionate about VR and they want to like be kind of like a pioneer still and and do something new and exciting or or you know it's it's like a passion project, then of course, please, like we need more of that. Um, but it's a it's a fine line, you know. I I, I did a talk recently um, at like a local VR meetup called "How to Make Money in VR and Other Myths," and I had uh, it went it went really well because every, everybody that was there were basically you know indie developers, but there were a couple like I don't even know what you call these people like biz dev type people mm-hmm. um, who aren't really doing anything. They're not developers, but somehow they're... I guess they, like, exploit other people. They find big clients and then exploit people to do the work, but then big themselves up. I don't know what you call that kind of person, but there's, there's tons of them. Anyway, they, they were, like, heckling me at the end of the speech, uh, just saying, like, oh, you know, like it's all in B2B and it's all blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but like, we're not talking about B2B and like, there's still not a ton of money in, in B2B. Like there's, it's great if you want to do client work for the rest of your life, but like, why aren't I just doing music videos or commercials at that point? Um, it's like a, it's like a whole different thing. Hmm. Interesting. But you know, I say, I, I say all this, and it sounds really depressing, you know, and you see, you see, um, like, Denny from Cloudhead did a talk at GDC last year called Fear and Loathing in VR. It's basically about the same thing, like how it's, you know, the market's so small, it's hard to make money and stuff. But as I'm saying that, I'm still making VR full-time because, like I said, I'm passionate about it. It's like I, I feel like there's something that needs to be made that isn't out there. So, you know, you, you're, you're going to get that all along anyway. It's just like the starving artist, right? Like, I could do this, or I could, like, make 
sculpture than sell them in a gallery. You know, like both are equally as risky. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems so. like. Um, yeah, it it seems like VR is a. Uh, I don't know if it's a crossroads. I, I don't know if it's a. It's it's at a it's at a certain point where like. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 that's this is why I ask people like, what is the current state of virtual reality? Because I don't fucking know. <laughs> so when people ask yeah. me, Blair, like, what do you say? Because I'm sure you want to balance out the the need to be realistic, but also you don't want to be depressing and like turn people off and put people away from the industry, like, because then because well, no one's gonna I care ge- about. I generally VR. am though. Oh, I generally am though. Like if if. I'm brutally so, honest about stuff. Somebody asked me, like, you know, how how's VR? I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's kind of shit right now. It's a little expensive, and there's not much to do. Like, it depends what you're into, you know? Like, there's people out there, the type of person that has, like, a YouTube channel mm-hmm. um, dedicated to VR, they're, they play everything, and they, they like a lot of stuff, right? Um, but then you look at the views of their videos, and it's like in the hundreds you know even oculus will like release videos of like trailers of games and they get like 500 hits over a month i see that it's it's like that's that's sad (laughs) that that means it's it's not going well uh but at the same time like i I still i love vr and there's great stuff but it's I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what what the what the tipping point is because you know you can. I don't. I don't know if I'm in like a developer bubble as well where I ask people all the time like so. What's the last game that you played for more than forty five minutes? And they're all dumbfounded. Nobody's got an answer. You know, like you don't have an answer. We might just. I don't know. I don't. The last thing I played in VR for forty-five minutes was my own shit. Dude, I played I VR don't. chat for hours. Am I fucking crazy? I love the shit out of okay. VR chat. So this is a that's a whole different thing, right? Like VR chat, rec room. There's they definitely have an audience, um, but it's but it's not me. I don't. I don't. Like I said, I have reasons that I can't really play social VR. But uh, yeah, those those are happening. But I like I'd like to see their numbers and they're, they're, how do they monetize? Is, mm-hmm. is there ads in VR chat? No, they're like VC funded, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think they're still trying to figure out how they're going to make money. Yeah, that's a big question. But yeah. right now, it's it's um it's the wild west in there. <laughs> it's uh it's yeah. it's it's not corporatized. There's no ads. Oh, VR chat. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's not yeah. corporate. I, I, no I love the chat. idea. It's freedom. It's freedom right now. Yeah. It's it's why totally. it's so it's so cool for me. And um, but like um, but I see what you're saying in terms of like for like uh, for indie developers that want to create like uh, so so tell me like what is, yeah, what is something that you that you would want to play, that's like um, that's not your stuff, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, right. But like, but like, that that hasn't been created yet. That you're like, you know, why hasn't this, why hasn't this been created, at all? Like, uh, like, um, well, I, I think like really big, more open games, right? Like, game. I don't know if games the right word, but like, yes, you know, like if you could throw me into the world of 
Fallout or something or whatever uh, and just have all that content there but have it be comfortable in VR right and not not frustrating not like it's not it's not shooters I don't want to I don't want to die you know like when I play a game like Fallout 4 I cheat because I like I just enjoy the content I, I cheat at every game that I can cheat in because I'm I'm I don't want to die all the time I don't like I just want to like be in this cool place experience some cool like content you know stories and and just like loot like I don't want I don't know I don't know if I, that's just a, a old man that doesn't want the frustration of video games anymore or that's like a, a new kind of movement you know it's like it's not quite casual games it's just I don't want frustrating games I think you're in an you're you're defining your own audience in which in, in which you are in and, and and it's the thing where I'm like I don't know whether these audiences these groups of people are growing or shrinking over time I just know they're there you know like because um, yeah. the people who are gonna love shooters and love that sort of fast paced arcadey style of gameplay and, and mechanics like those people are always gonna be around but there's also gonna be people who are like not into that as much and want something a little bit more like yeah. My, yeah, it's just less fucking hyper. <laughs> well, like, it, it, it can still be, like, I'm fine with, like, fast-paced and exciting. Like, of course, I, wa- I want excitement. But, like, think about other mediums, right? Like, you watch a movie or read a book. There's awesome things going on and, like, action and, and excitement and awe and all these things. But there's not frustration for the user. Like, the user is never, like... Oh man, like I've read this paragraph six times. Well, unless you got like a kid running around and you can't read, but like, you know, you can't. Uh, I, th- I think VR is a different thing, and of course, like you can have just straight up shooters that people want to play, and that's fine. That's great. Like I enjoyed Robo Recall for the thirty minutes that I played it, and Super Hot for the forty five minutes it took to beat it. But I think. I think there's room here for what a novel is as a video game, but more like branching, right? Like more open. It's not, not set in stone. There's all of this, all of this content that you consume, like, like fallout, right? Like you, you, the main story isn't the most important thing in the game. It's, you can spend hours just dicking around doing little side quests or like, enjoying the world right yeah and I, I think there's a lot of room for that in vr but it's it's so much work and there's so little payoff that i think people just aren't aren't attempting it yet if if you and i were in a courtroom and um and i was mm-hmm. and i was like blair at, and, and and i start pointing my finger at the people in the courtroom and i'm like blair can you point at the person who's to blame for the fact that vr is not taking off like can you point at like um, at a at a cause at a person not person <laughs> I don't want to call anyone out but like a, at at a, <laughs> at a particular cause or perhaps like a or a viable channel that you're like look if everybody just did that 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 VR would be great but like uh, or if this company did did that 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 VR would have a chance like it, can you 
you know, can you think about like what that looks like? You know, either like who's to blame or what's that channel look like? How do we get the fuck out of this like trough of disillusionment? Um, I think that Oculus is actually doing a pretty good job. Um, you know, like if you look at the ads for Quest. Uh, and just even like their latest Rift ad, I think like they've got the right idea. You know, you've got your high-end PC headset. You're gonna have your sixth-off mobile headset. Uh, the 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 ad for the Quest was the one where it was like showing people getting excited about you know the the history of games, like starting with like you know Pong, and then somebody's playing you know their Super Nintendo or whatever. Uh, and then, like, that's leading up to, like, now VR is the new the new thing that 20 years from now is going to be retro, but, like, you're going to be excited about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think they're doing that right, but there's no one to blame. There's no one to point to and say, hey, like, why aren't you excited about VR, you know? It's, I don't, maybe it's just not. Well, okay, so the, I think this is kind of the same, the same thing, um, but from a different angle, about the new kind of games that we need to make, right? So, uh, that, what is that game called? Transcendence? Did you see that new, it was the uh, Ubisoft did it. Transcendence? Um, Transcendence? Yeah, I think it's Transcendence. Uh-huh. Um, so, new AAA game, you know, uh, Elijah Wood's Spectre Vision's involved. This should be, like, really cool for VR. So I, I watched some playthroughs of it on YouTube, and both playthroughs that I watched, the person got stuck on a puzzle uh, or didn't know what to do next and just was like, okay, well, I guess we'll end the stream here and just took off the headset. Oh. And they, but this is that's a problem across the board. This is why I always ask, like, what's the last thing that you played for more than forty-five minutes? Because it's so hard to get somebody back once they've taken off the headset. You know, the, it's and like I think that's a major problem. I think that that happens with a lot of people. You know, like they go to a VR arcade and they play it. Uh, play something it's probably something like more lighthearted, like Beat Saber or something but then they, there's not really like something like Beat Saber might might sell them and say oh you know I could bring this home and I could like work out with it or whatever but it means I need to spend you know two grand in total like to upgrade my computer and get a Rift but I think most most users just try it and they're like oh yeah i get it but they don't really care enough to come back you know it's i guess it's still the chicken and egg problem right unless unless we get these like like multi multi million dollar uh, projects that are drawing people to vr and giving them something that they can't get from a console uh, i don't i don't know that it's anyone's gonna get pulled out of it you know yeah 
Yeah, and it's weird because I'm a I I see myself like um, like I'm like well I work in VR. I'm not by any stretch of the imagination like making it. <laughs> like we're we're surviving, no, and it's like is. and it's like um, and I and I and then I'm like and then and when I get like uh, and when I when I have the the income to like spend a little bit on like some entertainment, like I'm gonna buy Red Dead Redemption. I'm gonna buy Borderlands 2 VR. Um, yeah. And I'm gonna buy VR porn, like everything right. else. I can't afford. Like I want to get yeah. like, you know, like other other people's like indie titles and support them. But like, fuck, there's just so many, and there's and there's just so, um, and there's not. Yeah, I just don't have that much money. <laughs> no, but the, 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 that's a part of the problem, right? It's like you want these things because you want to support VR. It's not because you want the thing. And that sucks. <laughs> like, like there's, there's, I don't get excited about anything, you know. Like people, people like show me what they're making in VR, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, cool, you know. Or like, there's a trailer for a new new thing that's released on on Steam or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like half the time I can just watch a video and I get what I'm gonna get out of it, right? It's like, and it's not what I want. What I want is like, like deep story and like even just like sense of awe but instead I get like a trailer that shows you know look you can shoot stuff and I'm like yeah okay that's great like I, I don't want to just shoot stuff you know like it's great if that's part of the game but I, I'm more interested in kind of like the like let's just ask this question if you had a holodeck what would you do with it What's the first program you would do after porn? The Witcher 3 VR. Right. So there you go. It's like, these. Are, this is what people want, but like this is not what exists right now. There's no, you know, like, and like the Skyrim port is shitty and like there's no, yeah, there's no things made for the medium that are exciting and belong in the medium. Yeah. Aside from smaller, smaller like things, you know, like your super hots and your whatever, but they're so short, you know. Yeah. Well, that's why I go back to social VR because it's always something different. Someone new is figure out a new mod or a new like model or a new like shader, and it's like or figured out a new animation that's like kind of ridiculous, yeah. kind of nowhere. And you're like, huh? That's cool. <laughs> I respect yeah, that. You know, totally. I like that. You know, it's, totally. it's um, I, that's where, that's where VR shines for me. From for, for now, where mm-hmm. I can go, um, I can go dancing in VR without uh, having to worry about um, getting shot up, um, yeah. in a mass shooting or something. That's uh, that that that's better. <laughs> yeah. That feels better for me. Yeah. You know, you're not. Totally. I, I I someone I. I, I struggle with this question because, like, uh, for the longest time, I've been like ha- wondering, like, all right, who, how do I approach this, and who's the best person to even talk to about this? And then I thought Blair Renault, because Blair, Blair Renault is not afraid of anything or anyone. <laughs> so Blair, <laughs> so Blair, and since we're and since we're um, in the in, on the NRVR podcast, if you are interested in just VR, just VR, turn back, mm-hmm. turn back. This is about to go into the rabbit hole right now uh, uh-huh. and so and so Blair I have a question for you um, 
Have you ever heard of this guy named Steve King? No. So, so. Oh, the, wait, the writer? Stephen King? Not Stephen King. <laughs> Although Stephen Steve. King is an- actually mad that there's another guy named Steve King. Um, <laughs> right. And so, and so this guy, other guy named Steve King, um, is, is a, a, a congressman from Iowa who, who would yeah. go, he goes on, on Fox News and go and says things like, um, quote, um, the German people, um, are not gonna get their culture back with other people's babies and you're like huh what the fuck does that mean <laughs> the german people aren't <laughs> right. and, and like he said that like recently and he said that about uh-huh. like uh about about america too like you know like we're 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 not gonna like we're not gonna like save our culture with other people's babies so other people like mm-hmm. who, who are these other people so it's weird right so this is weird what's even weirder is that it turns out that Palmer Lucky is one of the has been giving this guy a lot of money, um, mm. and, and so and so I thought about I thought about this I was like well, if Steve King is racist trash, <laughs> why what does what is what is Palmer giving money him? What wh- why would Palmer give him money and what does that make Palmer? Uh, oh, this was the, um, right, so Palmer's, like, uh, donation list got leaked or something, right? Yeah. Like, who he donated to in the and, GOP? And Steve King was one of them. Right. But is he just, like, blanket donating to Republicans across the board? Or is it just, like, is he actually choosing from a list or something? Um, I see being, I see him being selective on that list. Like it's, it's like, it's not like all the Republicans. I see a list and it's not like all the Republicans, like Steve King and then like other groups. I should put, I should send you that link uh, or that tweet to that, to that photo. Cause I want to know what you think. Maybe we can go deeper later on after the podcast. I, th- I think, I think I saw it and, uh, yeah, it was somebody was like, um, from some media outlet was like yeah palmer it was like was it it was it wasn't right wing watch but it was one of those kind of things yeah and they're like palmer lucky backs clansmen or something um yeah i don't know man i don't know politics are very tricky right now it's like especially i don't think that they should be leaking into everything as much as they are like yeah but it's the a fact weird that he time. said that like the fact that he said that like what does that mean like other people am i other people dude <laughs> you know oh the congressman the yeah, congressman yeah, right yeah, yeah. so yeah. well if you're giving i don't know money there's to someone who's saying that like all the time yeah well i think am i other you know people? there's <laughs> i don't i don't think you're other people have you I don't know what he's talking about. Is he is he talking about like he's talking about the specifically like in Germany? Yeah, but is he's he talking about, about the, like the, the migrants that are coming to America? So right. I'm brown. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, other people to him. I think you're also American. Yeah, and you're yeah. not. But if I if but I should have but if but um but but I told that to a cop and that didn't work out. When I told them I was American, I still went to jail, <laughs> even though I was driving the speed <laughs> limit. It was. Yeah, it was, I'm, I've been in these weird situations lately, not lately, but like where I'm like, huh, 
Like I thought we were over this racial shit. It's weird. yeah. I think well, I think it's kind of not helpful to conflate uh, immigration with racism. It's like it's about that. Everything's so polarized right now, right? It's not the two options aren't completely open borders, unfettered immigration, and absolutely no immigration, white nationalist like fascism. You know, it, it, there's what we actually have, which is in between, where it's you if you want to immigrate to a place then you go through the proper legal channels and you there's a chance that you can be turned away right and it's it's different for just uh, like an economic migrant a refugee they all, there's all different things but it gets everyone's so like hyperbolic about this stuff now that it's like somebody says well I don't think uh, you know like I think I think we should build a wall to curtail illegal immigration and what the other person hears is I hate Mexicans and it's like no that's not quite like <laughs> there's economic reasons why you don't want like people coming in on mass illegally right uh, but what, how that you know, like, I can't interpret what that, that senator is saying, though. Like, I don't know what... Maybe he is racist. Maybe he's, like, I don't know. I don't know what, what he's saying. Maybe that was his way of trying to say, like, that... I don't know. I don't know. It, like, it, it sounds like he's talking about, like, culture, like, trying to preserve American culture, which does kind of sound a little less, like... <clears throat> Yeah, it might. He might be a racist. Who knows? But like, I don't know. Uh, if you look up cultures, pictures of Steve King, you'll see you'll see him with, sitting in his office with a Confederate flag behind him, and it's like, uh, right. All right. Well, that just adds a little bit more to the context, because uh, right. You know, I don't know if Iowa wasn't uh, in the Confederacy, <laughs> so why are you right. having a, a Confederate flag? <coughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Weird, weird times we live in, sir. And and again, I yeah. appreciate the fact that you're like willing to come to these uncomfortable places with me because a lot of people are not willing to even go here. Sure. <laughs> well, I kind of like I'd, I'd like to like talk about how it relates to Palmer as well. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the Palmer thing originally was kind of really weird so I heard the news just like everybody else did through like um, the Verge and stuff and Daily Beast saying like just straight up saying like Palmer Lucky is funding the Nazi meme machine or something and then you, you dig down a little further into it and it's like okay what did he actually do and it's he funded uh, a billboard an anti-Hillary billboard, right? That was like too big to jail, but like a caricature of, of Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. which I think in itself is perfectly fine. Like I might not agree with his politics, but like, this is, this is the world. Like we, 
we have to agree to disagree with people, especially on like political issues. And there's not, I don't think there's a big difference between most politicians uh, when it comes to policy, anyway. Yeah. So the to to take like this person is voting for this candidate and turn that into everyone who votes for that candidate is a racist or a bigot or whatever that's we can't do that because that's that's like half of the people <laughs> you know it's like it's it's like uh you know half half the people in the world have an IQ less than 100 like you can't you can't say like all people with IQs less than 100 uh are like idiots and should be like locked up or something like we, we can't we have to learn to get along with each other we like uh, yeah i think that's it's what it's all about I, I it is about figuring out how we can get along with each other but like i wonder like what do you think about that one photo where like this one blew up where he was hanging out with chuck johnson johnson and steve bannon and he was doing the yeah. the, the okay sign but people were saying that it's the the white power sign. I had a friend who's like Jewish, right. and he comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, yeah, that's the that's the white power sign," and I'm like, huh. "Yeah, but did you? But if you dig into that, uh huh, you find out that the the OK sign thing was like a troll campaign okay. started on 4chan to like make the media believe that this is a a white power sign, and it worked. So like 4chan's all like yucking it up." But if you go to like the um, it's like the Anti Defamation League uh, or or like the SPLC where they have <clears throat> lists of what is and what isn't hate symbols, they say that like no, this was like a troll campaign. But then you get edge lords like Palmer who think it's funny, right? It's like and it kind of is. He's like trolling the like 50% of the country he's like oh like people think that this is racist fuck it like here you go um and like as far as hanging out with I don't know who that Chuck guy is but uh some incel some incel dude incel alt right okay. alt right <laughs> alt right everyone's alt right um no like so legit, the... legit alt right like I'll send you his tweets uh, again more proof okay <laughs> Okay, no, but that's uh, okay. Like, uh, but then you gotta say like what, what's in a what's in a photo, right? Like, would you? Eh, I don't know. Like, w- would you take a picture with a politician that you didn't agree with? Yeah, I would. You like? I wouldn't take a photo with a politician I don't I don't agree with, and I wouldn't be throwing up the white power sign. <laughs> right, but I'm saying it's not a white power sign, but it, it's 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 a troll, right? It's it's like using Pepe now. It's like, is like if you use Pepe, not in a racist way, just as like a, you know, feels good man or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't care about Pepe. You, yeah. No, I know, but you're still you're still being edgy by doing it, right? Mm. Because that actually is recognized as like a hate symbol on on. Um, uh, the ADLs list uh, th- thanks to Hillary um, but like so like you know you're being edgy by doing it but you might be using it completely innocuously but it's it's 
people feed off that that edginess, right? It's like it's like a it's like a fuck you to the the other side. Yeah. Um, How do I tell between someone who's being edgy and someone who's actually like deep in their heart filled with hate? <laughs> Right. Well, I think most people aren't filled with hate. I think that's the thing, right? Like, so you, like, I talk to Palmer a lot, and I don't get any impression from him that he's racist, sexist. He's he's definitely uh, right of center, right? He's not, he, and he's definitely kind of like anti kind of uh, establishment. Anti, and, and he's a troll. He's a shitlord, right? Which is, of course, he is. He's a, he's a, he's Palmer. <laughs> but like, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. But like, as far as his like, I appreciate who he's the fact that you're going so. that you're defending him so well. By the way, <laughs> well, he's not. Well, like, but he's like, he's, uh, he's. We wouldn't be here without him. Uh, that's one thing he's you know he's he's never done anything that tons of people like 50% of the population wouldn't be doing given the amount of money that he has right he's also like, using that money to hunt down brown people in the border with drones <laughs> right but would you rather have somebody uh spotted with a drone and turned away at the border or like I mean I don't know let's like, not machine guns on them already <laughs> might as well right no no this is what I'm saying is like it, the border security is always a thing and it's going to be a thing and no matter what what candidate is there like uh, there's there's a clip if you look out there um, from Obama talking about building a wall before he was president yeah the uh, there's stuff from Hillary as well saying that you know we need to beef up security and illegal immigration is a big problem. So like it's it's always a thing. It's just I think people kind of polarize on these things and like start seeing life as good versus evil instead of like how do we solve these problems and how do we get along together you know yeah i i agree i want people and politicians to like focus on policy like what are you going to do like stop talking about the other guy and like blaming them for your for for the fuck ups like just do something what are you doing like and that's yeah. the thing that's pissing me off that it's all about like attacks and like nonsense and it's like are you in high school like what the fuck you know like and it's like in it and, and you're like and, and you're like how is this how is this at all keeping itself together you know yeah how is this how is like a, 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 a an economy worth trillions and trillions of dollars like being held together by this theater right <laughs> you know right i don't want to but it's actually like that that's the crazy part is it so this is what i like to do i like to i like to step back from the people like politicians if you just completely ignore the stupid shit that comes out of people's mouths especially on twitter that and that goes in general that's not just politicians like just ignore all of the shit that that is garbage that you don't want to hear and step back and look at what's going on in the world and what's going on even in in the states i'm not american but 
you know, these numbers are out there. Like, everything's actually going well. Uh, like, the, you know, unemployment's down, the economy's doing great, stock market's up. Uh, but I'm still the, one disaster like away war from in South Korea homeless. Ending. Like, me and 60% yeah. of other people I know are, like, 60 maybe long, yeah. long like, are, like, one disaster, like, not even a disaster, yeah. like a $500 emergency away from homelessness. Right. And, yeah. like, wages well, haven't gone up in 40 years. Yeah, that's so, a big problem. That's so that is a big the, problem. Uh, and they, they, yeah, tax, no, they, they is... did tax cuts for rich people. And so, like, yeah. vote, you, they so, get vote poor people to vote for rich people so that rich people can give tax cuts to more rich people so that more people can feel yeah so it's so, so it's like what is what what cycle are we feeding here is this sustainable you know yeah uh yeah well that, that so that's the biggest root of the problem in the states is is your healthcare system right uh and like that's that's the most likely emergency that you're going to have but i think pretty much everywhere in western society the living paycheck to paycheck thing is a problem but almost every other Western nation has healthcare, <laughs> like free healthcare, right? Yeah. It's not, well, it's not free. Like we pay more tax, but it's 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 there and available. And it's like I've you know broken my arm and been completely broke and you know not had to pay a cent. Uh, and that's that's super important to have. Like you know, having getting a disease isn't going to bankrupt me. Um, I always knew you were and, but I think Blair. Well, it's no. So here's the thing: is uh, I want to push back against that because I am definitely a capitalist, and I think I think capitalism is what's kind of raised the bar for everybody, right? Like even even the poorest person in the world right now is doing way better than they were like 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and that 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 is because of capitalism, because we have access to all of this wealth. You know, there are, there is a problem. There's people hoarding it, um, and yes, sure, they should probably be taxed more. But when you have a successful capitalist society, like let's use Canada for example, uh, what you do is with that excess, you fund social things, right? Like we like. I don't know why, well, I know why America hasn't done the healthcare thing is because there's so much money in like health insurance, right? And these companies are, are kind of pushing back against it. Yeah. But it's like you have that extra capital. Like there's no reason under capitalism that you can't afford free healthcare. You can afford it, you know? Um, yeah. I think it's, America's such a weird place though because like, it's like you guys are the only ones that held on to like the imperial measurement system. It's like, why? What are you doing? <laughs> just fucking let it go. Like, let's like just go to metric. It makes more sense. Give fucking healthcare. Like, you're you can do it. And I think it'll just happen. It'll hit a point where it's just like it has to happen. You know, like yeah. I don't understand what's just wait for all these boomers to start smoking more weed. And yeah. it's gonna like little by little chill them out. You know they're panicked right now. They're 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 their limbic um, 
that part of the brain that gets activated when you got that flight or flight situation that's constantly being activated by the Fox News. They're constantly scared. So some right. weed will like sedate them, make them chill, chill a little out, you know, and be like, oh, oh, you know, the country isn't falling apart. Yes, yes, we should do something about immigration. But no, we don't have to put kids in cages. It's okay. We can treat people as human beings yeah. and get along still. It's, right. it's okay. You know, that's, uh, yeah. that's, that's my hope. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's it's hard because you go you go over to the other side, right? Like you go over to I don't know, like an MSNBC or whatever, and you're not you're not getting that message. You're not getting that everything's cool, everything's going well. You're getting like they're putting kids in cages. Fucking he 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 said pussy. He fucking like orange man bad, right? Like he, you but get he you get the pussy. anger on the other. <laughs> I know, I know. But this is what I'm saying about like we have to like step away from that step away from people like if nobody's there to to shout about the stupid shit that comes out of his mouth then it's like a, a tree falling in the forest and nobody's there to hear it right like i know that that's not a good shit that comes out of his mouth affects me personally because when he says things like oh the, the look at these bad hombres these bad hombres he's not talking about like bad white dudes he's talking about bad brown dudes like me and then i right. get picked up by the oh, are you having the speed limit are you in are you an MS-13? I thought that's what he was talking about. Yeah, but he? here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, this is, this is, he's giving free leeway for someone who already is looking for an excuse to get to me. Right. Yeah, like bad cops, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm telling you from experience. And I was in jail for a night, and I look around me, and like 70% of the people were brown, like me. Mm-hmm. And we're not, the, mm-hmm. we were not the majority of the population in rural Nevada. Yeah. So that's weird, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, like, that's weird. He, he's like, and he's like, he's like, he's giving people permission to do things they otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah. So it's, so I don't know. I'm just saying like, yeah, like I agree. Like we should, like the best thing we could do is like ignore him. Cause like, honestly, like he, that he lives on this <laughs> attention, but it's it's we i am in this paradox where like the things he says do affect me or come back to me somehow. yeah yeah so. yeah i get that it's it's hard man like fuck it sucks that like yeah i don't know i don't even know what's gonna happen like next 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 cycle like who are the who are the democrats putting up yeah you know and i'm not even it's, coming from like left or right because like for example my family in nicaragua like is um is go is living under a socialist like like dictator regime and so i'm seeing yeah. the other side of that you know like of that of that yeah. of that spectrum you know i know yeah. i know what that looks like and so i'm seeing america go in this other direction of the spectrum and it fucking scares me because i'm like oh, fuck you know like anything yeah. can happen <laughs> it's weird it yeah, was totally. a weird place and so and so yeah, I'm just like, uh, and so I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm just glad you're able to like talk to me about these things because like, yeah, most people um, are not. Well, <laughs> what? Uh, I don't fucking care. Like nobody can fire me. That's that's one thing. Yeah, so I'm not afraid about it. Um, the something to kind of take to heart is there was uh, a recent like massive poll where they they. Uh, I don't I don't know who put it up, but it's it's like they were they were asking people like deep political questions and like where they are kind of on the spectrum, <laughs> and it turns out that it's like there's about 
7% of people consider themselves like on the left, like far left, like we want socialism, we want, you know, uh, white people are the devil, that kind of like very far left. And then you, it was around the same or less, I think, on, on the far right where people are like, you know, uh, the opposite side of that, which is also bad. Uh, everybody else, or almost everybody else, is just like, dude, what the fuck is going on in the world? And that's like most people. But we don't see that, right? Because we, uh, we get our shit from Twitter, which is that same 7% on the far left. You know, like only 7% of Americans have Twitter. And that, I, I'm pretty sure it's mostly those same people on that far side. And then, like, you've got your news channels. It's, it's, they're on those polar ends, too. So, like, we're, we're not getting the reality. You know, like, if you go out to a bar, to some random bar, like, you're going to get along just fine with almost everybody in there. You know, you could sit down face to face, have a conversation, even about politics, and nobody's gonna fucking like, like, I don't know, ruin your career or something over a political view you have. So I think it's what magnifies the weirdness of everything is like how how we're accessing what we think is truth and information right now. Um, and I'm, I'm not, like, railing against the the press and saying the press is the enemy of the people or anything like that. I'm saying that that's how you get clicks, is by being super polarizing one way or the other. Uh, it's either people are viewing it because they're mad at you or they're ve- uh, viewing it because they're just nodding along and saying, yeah, 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 that's right. So... Just fucking ignore it, man. Like, I've started on Twitter, like, just the... I'm, like, fucking with the algorithm, trying to, like, trip it up so that I'm not getting all this garbage anymore, you know? Like, my mute list is funny because it's, like, there's things I just don't even want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear... I don't want to hear... the. I, I muted the word men because I don't want to hear it. I don't care. That's not why I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter to talk about VR and, and uh, like, industry stuff. I don't want to hear about politics here because it's a very skewed perspective on on politics. And if I just wanted to hear your, like, hottest take on something, I'd ask you. But, like, it just pisses people off to hear hot takes from everybody all the time. So I think I think we're actually okay. It's just a matter of, of kind of tuning it out. And I understand from your perspective, like, it's it's... You know that's hard to do if you're getting pulled over just for being brown and like fuck man I don't know what to do about that that's I'd say that's a shitty cop (laughs) you know like I don't I don't know what the solution is a shitty cop where um, yeah it's uh, it's uh, it's weird man it's weird because I um, you know what you want is adults in the room (laughs) People who are who yeah. actually won't like um, because like the extremes of humanity they're they're easy to, they're easy to light up you know yeah. especially when you're a leader like you can you can light yeah. up those extremes and so yeah. and so the best thing you can do is like is just tread the middle and be 
yeah. and just and be and be as neutral as possible. The funny thing that, that you just mentioned, like you just, I feel like you just uh, opened up a new portal into a whole new reality for me. Was the just now is that I'm I just had the realization that I'm doing a podcast about virtual reality, and the irony mm. of it all is that like what you described is that we're already living in a, in virtual realities. <laughs> Like yeah, like totally. through through the manipulation yeah, we're, we're, of like AI algorithms, through the manipulation of the news, through the manipulation of like yeah. all that stuff. Like that's uh that we're already without having having ever put on the headset. A lot of yeah. you have all are already living in a virtual reality. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this it, is it, the it, NRVR it, podcast for you. <laughs> it, it's not necessarily just like you know. I'm not saying that everyone is kind of being brainwashed one way or the other but it 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 there's a lot of people that just don't care and it's the the well in that survey i was talking about they call the the middle chunk the exhausted majority it's like sometimes it's easier just to depending on who you're talking to just fucking nod your head and smile right like somebody might say something that you completely disagree with, but you're just going to go along with it because I don't want to argue about politics right now. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, fine. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, let's just finish this beer and talk about something else. Yeah. Um, or drive me home at this 4 a.m. Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's, it's not really, it's not, I, I think it's it's always been like this, even before, kind of VR, but the the and before social media. But the difference was, the big media companies back before social media and before just any random Joe could or Jane could write a blog, uh, they were more in the center because the reason that people would watch them was because they would trust their opinions and they want they want somebody that's neutral otherwise you lose half your audience right um, but now it's you can go completely one way or completely the other and it, it you're still fine you know you're still okay to only have half of the population and that's still good ratings um, Whereas before it was like you wanted everybody to tune in to whatever Tom Brokaw or I, I don't even know what he's like. Uh, that's just the first anchor that came to mind because he's just gonna tell you the facts and not have not slip his opinion into it because he doesn't want to piss anybody off, right? But now it's the opposite. If you're pissing people off, you're probably gonna get clicked on. Um, so yeah. that's. Not only that, but if you have a budget, you have the ability, you know, anybody with a budget, anybody with like a little bit of money can put in some Facebook ads and Facebook is a treasure trove worth of information, dude. Like I used to do some of these Facebook ads and like, um, and it was, and maybe it would make me feel weird (laughs) being able to like pinpoint people like with so much accuracy based on their interests, their demographics, all this other stuff. And it was like, wow, you know, like I have power that I did not have yeah. before. And so Tar- you mean like tar- targeting your ads? Yeah, with $100,000. Yeah, yeah I, I could have targeted ads in a population constantly. And I think 
I think this is one of the things that was happening with the Rohingya Muslims in Malaysia. Like there was there was like um like Facebook went wild. The algorithm went wild. Oh, God, I don't want to miss. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. No, I don't want to talk about it because I don't have the details on it. But but yeah. But basically, what going back to what I'm saying is like yeah, you as an advertiser like today on social media platforms you have a lot of power uh, with, a, mm-hmm. with with enough money you can do a lot uh, yeah and people spend a lot of time on social media man a lot of time yeah so yeah yeah i don't i try not to i spent uh, i spend more time on twitter now that i've kind of like discord is so good figured, figured, oh yeah i'm fine in discord yeah. um but i'm very like i don't know if you pay attention in, in discord like we have a, a politically correct in, or politically incorrect channel yes. in the VR Mafia one, and we uh, it's kind of like all over the place, you know, it's like well, it's mostly kind of that shit poster attitude where it's talking about how stupid the extremes are, right? Mm. Um, and it's kind of like a safe place to be there and like, but I think I, I get worried about that because it's like somebody who's on one extreme, like say somebody on the the far left comes into that channel and starts reading, they might like without having a conversation with us, just kind of reading what we're talking about, get the impression that we're like alt right or something, you know, because we're making fun of Antifa or something. Uh, but it's it's really more about just like being blown away by like how ludicrous things have gotten you know and like poking fun at it um i think that's a healthy thing to do that's no that's not a i think it's when um yeah it's uh it's um it does get weird if it's like again like i don't know if if i don't know and the problem again maybe the problem is my experience you know, like uh, maybe it's my fault that I don't know the fact that you're putting up the white power sign, okay sign, like, you know, it does, doesn't make me want to be around you anymore because I don't know who you are. Are you fucking right. around? And if so, then yeah. I don't like your sense of humor, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like I can take so far. Like I can, look, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking um, snowflake. I can take, so, I can take some like racial jokes. I can take a, Yes. White people, brown people, yeah. we can all we can all take a good joke, but like, but it's yeah. I don't know, but it's weird when it's like when you got this president who's like, oh, we're being in, it's an invasion by migrants, and it's like, I'm like all right, well, mm. are, are we going to war with these invaders? Is that what's going on? Like, and and then right. are we doing anything about climate change? By the way, since we're like literally <laughs> at the that the, the steps of like, I don't know, hell, I don't, I don't know what's coming. It's gonna be. Crazy. I, th- I think that's that's another thing to keep in mind too. Is like, uh, the the most active people in that politically incorrect channel aren't Americans. I don't think there are any Americans that ever talk in there. Uh, it's all people kind of from the outside looking in and kind of. Uh, so maybe it's good to have somebody come in. Like, this is it. Like. We need to talk this stuff out, right? It's not, it's not uh, like just sitting on either side or like in our bubbles, especially on like Twitter and stuff. It's not healthy. It's yeah. not because because you don't you don't ever hear another perspective, right? Or you 
when you hear another perspective, you kind of misinterpret it as like a dog whistle or something, right? Like, like the, yeah, I don't know about the, like the okay sign thing and stuff like that. Like, I think people just like to fucking troll. Like, it, it's hard to take somebody seriously. Like back, going back to Palmer, like what, what was the last photo of Palmer that you saw? He's probably wearing like a fur bikini in in japan right yes and then like bikini in japan yes literally that's exactly the last photo i saw yeah and then before before that it's like him giving the okay symbol with steve bannon yeah it's like well what what the fuck do i think about this guy like how about you just talk to him you know be like yo you know i'm like and i bet you'll find out that you do disagree on some things like to do with immigration policy and stuff like that. But like, is that a reason to completely ostracize somebody or not, not get along with them? Like what, what if it's, it's like they're, they're like pro-life or something, you know, like there's so many of these political issues that if you let them, uh, like kind of taint your view of somebody it's 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 not helpful you know uh, like this is why we didn't talk about uh, religion and politics at the dinner table like religion's another thing like if you find out that someone's like a like a evangelical Christian or something and you didn't know that like, does that mean, like, oh, so now I'm fucking, I feel weird around them or something? Or, like, I'm an atheist, and does that mean that, like, I can't have a Muslim friend anymore? No. It's just, like, we don't talk about it. Yeah. Like, I just want to say, not... thank God I'm an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so what, what does that mean, though? Like, do you, like does that mean that uh, you can have Muslim friends? Like, if your Muslim friend finds out that you're an atheist, like, that's like finding out that Palmer donated to Steve Bannon or something, you know, or, or Steve King. It's like, we can't, we can't let these, like, minor political things or, like, religious things completely put that person on the other end of the spectrum, right? Like, we still need to be able to have a conversation. We need to be able to live together in the same country, you know? We can't we can't let it get to us. Yeah, especially because it, we're in, a, in an industry that it's, that, it's, um, that it's fighting for its life <laughs> to survive, you know? Yeah. We're at an industry where, like, we're at a point where we have to focus on collaborating, on, like, being positive, on, like, figuring out ways to go forward. But I also yeah. realized that, you know, this podcast, I'm going to be doing it for another 20 years, dude. It's a time capsule and yeah. I can't hide from this stuff. You know, I want to make mm-hmm. sure that 20 years from now, like people know that we were talking about these things. Um, right. So I, so I don't I don't know if Palmer ever would listen to this podcast, podcast, but if he's out there, dude, come on the show and tell me what's up. <laughs> don't I'll send him a link. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll um, talk to him. It'd be yeah. it'd be it'd be nice to like uh, clear the air and and figure out like uh, you know who are the human beings behind this virtual reality curtain. Mm-hmm. So, so Blair, 
is there anything else um, that you'd like to bring up before we, we bring things to a close? I feel like we can go on for hours, and this is a really good conversation. I really learned a lot. I appreciate your time. Holy fuck, we we've actually we were actually civilized here, um, and that was a yeah, good of thing. Um, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> why wouldn't we be civilized? This is what I mean. Canadian, like, that's why it's the Canadian in you. You guys, you guys are so self sensible. Yeah, I'm not an atypical, or I, I am an atypical Canadian. I don't, I don't even like hockey. <laughs> um yeah well, <laughs> you are yes you are weird you are weird that, that i will not that i will not uh deny but um but yeah so um how can people stay in touch how can people follow up with all the good things that you're doing these days i'm doing a lot of um i'm showing most of my stuff that i'm working on on twitter at anti-cleric um if anyone wants to know i'm working on a uh, am I even allowed to say that? I'm working on something for a six DOF mobile headset, <laughs> and uh, and then I'm working on the kind of spiritual successor to Technolust called LoFi, which I'll probably run a crowdfunding campaign for next year if I can. Uh, that's a whole other conversation that we can have about uh, if there's still money to be had in crowdfunding for VR projects. Thanks, Six Sense. Amir, if you're listening, I hate you. No, I don't I don't hate you. I don't like you. <laughs> um, uh, um, Blair, this, uh, this is yeah. awesome. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's it. 